is my prayer at this time, that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present would be acceptable in your sight now and forevermore. Amen. So here we are in our third week of Advent, um, where we lit the shepherd's candle, which is the pink one. It's the one that's a different color. I'm still not 100% sure why that is, but we want this one to stand out. This week's theme is joy. Is everybody having a joyous season? Sure. Let's... Why not? Yeah, exactly. I have talked to quite a few people this year so far who have told me that this season just sucks the joy right out of them. Can you imagine? I, I think that's because, as I stick with the theme I'm sticking with throughout this Advent season, maybe we don't know what that word means. Maybe we don't know what joy is. I think the word's been ruined. Like everything else, I thought the same thing about hope. You know, the word, the way we see hope today is, is much weaker than what it's meant to be. I think joy is the same way. It seems to be weak. The, the first thing I seem to think about anymore when I think about joy, particularly worldwide, has anybody heard of Marie Kondo? She's, she's like, what would you call her, an efficiency expert? She's the decluttering lady. She's this, this little Japanese lady who, who teaches people how to declutter their homes and declutter their lives. And one of the things, one of the things she has you do in particular, like in decluttering your closet, you're supposed to take all the clothes out of your closet and throw them on the floor and pick them up one by one. And if that piece of clothing does not spark joy in you, then you get rid of it. If it sparks joy, then you keep it. Yeah, my problem is getting down on the floor where my clothes are once they're there, and she was very specific about the floor and not the bed. But eh, my life is full of clutter, and I'm afraid it's going to stay that way. Things shouldn't be sparking joy in our lives. Our lives should just be joyful. Things can give us happiness, and there is nothing wrong with being happy about things. There are things we look at that make us happy. There are things that we look at that make us smile. Maybe they remind us of good times, of people we love, or maybe they just make us laugh. For me lately, it's birds with arms. I've seen like films of, of, of birds doing things and somebody has drawn little cartoon arms on them doing stuff. And every time I see one of those, I laugh. But that's not joy. I heard someone not too long ago point out to me that happiness is based on what happens. Happiness is about what happens. Joy simply is. 
I did get the wrong scripture passage down in the bulletin. The actual scripture passage is Philippians 4.4. Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. That's an easy one to memorize. Might be difficult to live out. Rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. He says it twice because it's really important. Anytime you see something twice in the Bible, that means it's important. And he puts it there twice, back to back. And let's remember, when Paul said this, he was probably not in the best of moods. He wrote this letter from prison. He wrote this letter from prison. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. You see, he could be joyful in prison, maybe not happy, but joyful. Our feelings should never stop us from joy. Joy is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. Joy is an attitude of contentment that transcends your circumstances. We can be as miserable as we've ever been in our lives and still be joyful. Because joy is not happiness. Joy is a, one of the fruits of the Spirit, which means it's something that God gives us. He just gives us joy, but it's up to us to use it. And if we don't use it, and if we don't practice it, we'll fall out of practice, and it'll become difficult. Just like anything that we learn to do. If you don't do it enough, you forget how. And I think, as I often say, we all know somebody who can brighten a room by leaving it. We all know someone who can brighten a room just by leaving. But to be joyful in any circumstance, no matter what's going on, it does take work. Yeah. Joy is a thing that we do. Joy is an action. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. The prophet says, The joy of the Lord is our strength. And that's why it's important. It's important for us. In order to be strong, we need to have this joy despite what's going on around us. Yesterday, Robin and I were out being uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus, respectively. And one of the ladies who was there helping us, who was like managing crowd control for us, actually, actually told us, the kids are really sucking the joy out of my life. <laughs> Our poor elf. Without joy, I tried explaining to her that joy doesn't have anything to do with those children. 
That's happiness. You're unhappy. That's okay. Well, it's not okay to be unhappy, but it's, it's a thing that happens. We can still be joyful. I found an article that listed a few things that we can do to help remind us of joy. And it's, it's one thing to just wake up in the morning and decide you're going to be joyful. There's a couple other things I'm thinking of first thing in the morning. Being joyful isn't one of them. But some things we need to do, some things we can do to remind us of this joy. Make sure that you are in a right relationship with God. That's important. Because like I say, joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. It's a thing that we have. It's a thing that needs to grow within us. And being with God, spending time with God can remind us of this. It can bring that joy to us. It can, as we spend this time, we are reminded of the blessings we've received. We can be reminded of our salvation. And certainly nothing can take us away from that. Submit to the Holy Spirit. Yep, easier said than done. But we need to do that. We need to listen. Again, that, that fruit of the Spirit, that, that sign of our salvation is joy. And as we listen to the Holy Spirit and, and try very hard to do the things that the Holy Spirit leads us to do, certainly we can find joy in those things. View your trials through Scripture. Again, we, we have trials in our lives, and certainly we have trials at this time of the year. This is a hard time of the year, isn't it? For most of us, for, for many of us, I think, as we, as we think of this time of the year, one of the great hardships that any of us experience is a reminder of someone who's not there. Someone who has passed, particularly around this time of year. And it's not that we've lost anyone, that we lose more, that more people pass this time of year than the rest of the year, but we are reminded more this time of year that they're not with us. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay to miss them. It's okay to mourn. But as we remember them, perhaps that will bring us joy. It's not just the nights that are darker, but the whole world seems to be darker at this time. I've been told, and as uh, I'm preparing to make my rounds in the jail, that uh, people are going to be a lot less responsive this time of year because the sun comes up so late. 
And I've actually found that to be the case. I usually make my rounds first thing in the morning, early in the morning, and then I'm finding over the last couple of weeks, everybody's still asleep. People don't want to talk. It seems even the people that I even the people that I visit regularly, sometimes they just don't want to talk. Because it's dark. It's a hard time of year. Not just not just the fact of the darkness, but a lot of these guys, they're they're not going to see their families. They may have their hopes up about getting out in time for Christmas, but they might not. It's a hard time of year. We need to remember to praise God, for there is joy in that. As we reflect upon our blessings, we are reminded of joy. As we reflect upon what God has done for us, we are reminded of joy. As I have said, God has given us all that is good. And if you need happiness over joy, surely you can take some happiness out of that. We need to remember that joy is not a feeling. Society seems to tell us that it is. And it seems like there are some people who just don't want us to be joyful. Have you noticed that? Do you know those people who just, they don't want us to have joy? Probably because they don't have it. Well, it's our opportunity to serve God by bringing joy to the world around us. Certainly we can share it. Certainly, hopefully, we have an abundance of joy. And just as people are able to bring the crowd down with their misery, maybe we can lift that crowd up by expressing the joy that we feel as we prepare for the coming of our Savior. This program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons Attributes Non-Commercial Share-Alike License. If you would like to contact Colin, please feel free to email colinroberts412 at gmail.com. This service is over. Your service may now begin. As we go from this place, let us go with joy. For the joy of our of the Lord is our strength. Amen.